Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Luke John Louis, the uh, host of the Deep Voiceman Show. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we have a treat in store for us. Um, our guest today is Jonathan Mercado. Uh, he's an incredible person with an incredible life story so far, and uh, he's on a mission to help folks spiritually uh, and professionally. Uh, he is someone who successfully made the transition from employee to entrepreneur <laughs> and loving it. Uh, so I met uh, Jonathan at a networking event, and we just hit it off. And, um, again, he has a great life story, and it, uh, I'm just going to let him tell it. So we're, we're fortunate enough uh, to have him as a guest, and we're lucky that he's able to carve out some time in his pack schedule to – come and sit down and have a chat with us. So, <laughs> all right. So without further ado, I mean, you know, Jonathan, can, can you just tell us about your background and, and how you first gravitated to, to, towards what you do now? Sure. Uh, well, first off, thank you, Luke, for having me. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's great to be able here to uh, meet with you and share my story with others as well. Um, mm-hmm. So this, this is a big, big question. How did I first gravitate towards my work and what I currently do? Mm-hmm. So, um, really, the origins start when I was in college. So I went to school in Pennsylvania State University, mm-hmm. and while I was there, I was majoring in accounting and business, um, but mm-hmm. I had a minor in sociology, and it was really in this field where the ideas and I would say seeds for my success today got planted. So mm-hmm. um, uh, most of us are familiar with business and you know what that entails in a, a well-run right. uh, business management education. Um, mm-hmm. But it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I have some courses, I, I need to fill up some space, so let me pick something that interested mm-hmm. me, and I gravitated towards sociology. And within this right. class, it just exposed me to a new way of the world, a new view uh, mm-hmm. of seeing life, and just mm-hmm. completely out of out of the norm, because we don't talk about these things in school. We don't learn about philosophy, right. sociology, the, the conscience of society, right. um, the nature of who we are, and this immediately captured my attention and it was, you know, in these classes that I started to really uh, just find my passion and I'd find myself mm-hmm. studying, you know, business uh, for, for school, obviously. And then outside of that, right. I would take the classes, but then I would go off on my own and even my free time start mm. to read. And, you know, and mm. guys in college, like reading your free time, like it's unheard of. So like the fact that this right. <laughs> captured my attention, it was already, um, it was already saying a lot. So that um, led me to, personal development and studying that mm. um, while I was in the corporate world. So I graduated college, went to corporate, and then I continued with uh, the studies in the background. Mm. Okay. Wow. Um, that's amazing. So through sociology, um, you sort of planted the seeds when you're studying sociology, and that's where, you know, the, I guess the journey for you sort of began. And it's, and it's incredible that you read as a student. Um, I, you know, reading is so important, you know, um, that more people have to do, you know, reading, particularly when it comes to personal development. Uh, so, I mean, now, obviously, currently what you're doing is you uh, assist folks with personal development uh, professionally and spiritually. Uh, you know, this is obviously your, your passion. I'm curious, mm-hmm. um, what is the current um, state of, you know, coaching, as as an industry, and personally, how are things going? Um, like, you know, obviously, what challenges has the pandemic posed? Sure. So we'll start with the first part of the question, the state sure. of coaching as an industry. 
which is right. actually very very relevant right now. So you know, right. the personal development industry, it's, it's, it's been around for some time, but only, I would say, within the past five to ten years, especially with social media, has it really blown up. Mm. And now you're starting right. to see a lot of coaches and uh, those who gravitate towards entrepreneurship also end up finding mm. themselves in coaching because there's a lot of correlation between, you know, being an entrepreneur mm. and self-development, right? You're growing mm. as a person right. you know, individually and professionally, so a lot of right. those go hand-in-hand. Hand. So what we're seeing is this kind of explosion of mm. coaches and, and healers and, you know, the, the spiritual world kind of entering the scene in today's mm. industry and it's becoming, you know, more and more relevant and, and, and timely, as mm. you would say, um, mm. you know, with the start of the pandemic, there's a lot of change. So we'll, we'll say, you know, COVID hit and everything just kind of stopped, everything paused, and that mm. gave people a, a moment to, you know, take mm. some time to, for themselves, um, right. really take a step back and kind of assess their life. So that's, now you're starting to see people question their lives and, and having a need for mm. uh, these services, right? The, the coaches and, and programs mm. and information and knowledge that just hasn't been taught. So now we're starting right. to see the, the merging of the marketplace, mm. as you would say, with the coaching mm. services. Um, and that's just starting right now. As we know, we're heading through a lot of, uh, of turmoil and uncertainty. So this is just the start mm. of, of, I think, a mm. big boom in the industry. Oh, wow. Amazing. You know, it's interesting how with crisis comes opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, so you have this issue with the pandemic, and it's led to an explosion, um, which is amazing. You know, obviously, and obviously you're at the forefront as an entrepreneur to take advantage of the trend, which is so important for entrepreneurs to do, to get in front of the wave. Um, sometimes it happens by accident. Um, in this case, mm-hmm. sometimes you can figure out how to do that on your own. And so I'm curious, obviously there's going to be a world that's post pandemic. Um, hopefully it comes sooner than late rather than, you know, later. <laughs> and I'm curious, you know, where, where do you see the, the, the industry going uh, in the future? Where do you see yourself in that future? Um, I love it. Uh, and uh, it's a great question. And, you know, that future is actually now. <laughs> and as much mm-hmm. as we, okay. we like to say like, Oh, this, you know, the, the, the pandemic is coming and we're waiting for this new normal, but, we have to first of all get into the mindset of everything is now. Everything's happening now. This is the new normal going forward and changing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So when it comes to me and the industry and my place in it, so what I see and and you know these things don't happen by accident. Mm. You know, as, as right. I'm watching my own progression, um, mm. you know, as an individual growing with society, I see more organization coming in the industry, and that. Um, mm. usually is a, a good thing, right? It's a good sign. It's mm. a hallmark of, of lasting mm. transformation and stability um, right. because, you know, the, this industry, is, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a baby almost. It's, it's, it's booming. Yeah. And now that you have all these, these pieces, these players, like you have healers, you have therapists, you have everything in mm-hmm. between, you know, where do you go? So mm. I think what we're going to start to see more of is organizations, uh, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit of regulation, uh, helping mm. people, you know, or what to do. And this, this is coming with the demand, of, mm. uh, of people, right? People are in a place in their life where they, they need some guidance, some direction. Um, mm. And we need, as an industry, to facilitate that. We need to assist that and actually deliver mm. that service. And that starts with organizations. Mm. So I think we're going to see more uh, organizations in order around the actual industry. Mm. Um, and, and people start to take their places. Um, mm. me, I'm, I'm starting to see where, where I am. And I, last year, pre-COVID, I would say, you know, I was, right. I was focused on um, spiritual and business coaching, mm-hmm. and, right. and that, that was perfect for the times, but now things are changing. Mm-hmm. We're starting to evolve. So I've 
I've right. shifted my focus a little bit away from the actual concrete mm. business and, and the coaching, and I've gotten more into research, um, more yeah. into art. I would say more of like an artistic philosopher approach on uh, mm. what I see now in this world, and I, I'm starting to see, um, based on my experience and just my, my knowledge and study of all these things, where I'm going in here. So um, mm. starting right now with observations and, and learning for myself, but also helping um, my friends in the industry, business partners in the industry, and clients navigate mm-hmm. uh, kind of this mm. new world. Wow. That's amazing. And so it's interesting how you've sort of had to adapt to the times, and that's so important for people to do. You know what I mean? Um, when life mm-hmm. throws you a lemon, you make lemonade, and you, 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 know, you adjust you know, the, your sails when the, wind, the direction of the wind changes, and, and you know, that's so important. And it's great that you're doing, you know, research now in art. Um, you know, th- that is wonderful and excellent. Uh, you know, that, you touched on this before. Obviously, the industry is getting more organized, right? Um, and I guess compared to other industries, let's say like people who give advice on the financial side, um, mm-hmm. obviously there's not as many laws and it's not as regulated as, let's say, mm-hmm. that kind of industry. Um, and so, and, and, you know, it's, there's a low barrier to entry, so to speak. Uh, there's not like a major test or you have to pass or license. And I'm okay. just curious, there are so many coaches out there. So many people dump in and want to be a, a coach. And so it's, I'm curious, how does one stand out? How do you stand out? I mean, what competitive advantage do you have as a coach and, and how do you stand out? Uh, amazing question is, uh, again, um, you know, but whether, whether it's in this industry or, or another industry, what mm-hmm. makes the person stand out is their actual love, right? Their love for the profession, their love for their, their art, for the mm-hmm. work that they do. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's always going to be barriers to entries and those are just mm-hmm. barriers. As they say, you know, people will right. see like, Oh, I need a certification. I, I may drop out. Um, but mm-hmm. I would say what, what makes me stand out, um, in, in my eyes, and what would make any person stand out is their actual mm. commitment to the work. So, um, you know, you're a coach, and, and I, I know when I got into the, the industry, I, I genuinely wanted to help people, and most people do, um, but mm. the ones that stand out that I see, you know, in myself and in my network are the, the ones who are actually living the work. So, um, right. you know, I say it's, it's as much an art as a profession as we're helping mm. people to, you know, open up their minds, get their life in order, right? You have to first mm-hmm. be able to do that for yourself. So, you know, in my mm-hmm. life, I've done that um, for myself. I, mm-hmm. I walk the walk, so to say, you know, I, mm-hmm. I live, I live and breathe what I do. And that's mm-hmm. going to be the differentiator. Again, in any profession, you know, you have those who just mm-hmm. talk and, and they have the knowledge mm-hmm. and they mean well, but if mm-hmm. you're not actually living it, right, if you don't actually experience mm-hmm. and understand it, um, mm-hmm. people are going to feel that and you're not going to last. Right. No. So it has to be genuine. It has to be authentic. It has to be legitimate. If people have an antenna to sense, you know, insincerity mm-hmm. or, you know, fakeness or fraudulence. And so that's, that's great news. And obviously, like any industry, you know, the coaching industry does attract its fair share, of, you know, people that whose attentions may not be the best moral, ethical intentions. And that goes for any industry. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, there, I, I believe there's a huge need for coaching uh, whether it's spiritual, whether it's professional, personal, because I think a lot of people are lost. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are asleep. And, and, you know, when I spoke with you before, you talked about awakening, right? Um, this mm-hmm. idea that people have to waken up from their slumber, 
so to speak. Um, and, you know, I think there, you know, people in general have to take more control of their lives. And uh, obviously it's not easy. You know, it's easier said than done. Um, but there is a huge need for, you know, folks like yourself uh, to, you know, and, and I think everyone needs a coach, you know, <laughs> Uh, particularly a life coach, particularly if you're going to get mm-hmm. a coach for, you know, things like personal trainer or nutrition or whatever, you know, why not for your whole life have a coach? Of course. It makes perfect <laughs> sense, you know, so, um, so obviously um, now what would you say to someone who feels that, you know, they, they think that a coach, a life, you know, a coach of this kind is not necessary and that, you know, they may have a negative perception of the industry and, you know, they focus more on, you know, people that may be charlatans and hacks and whatnot. I mean, how would you convince them that, hey, you know, this is a worthwhile profession, is a worthwhile industry, and it's one of the, the most important industries, really. It helps you, you know, life coach, you, you have to help people in every aspect of their lives. That includes health, you know, wealth. It could can, can include many different things. Well, what would you say to that individual? So the individual being, uh, I guess, an outsider uh, to the industry, correct? Right. Or it's someone who's a massive skeptic, um, someone uh, who thinks that this is all a joke, that you can just, you know, yeah. you know, I once spoke with a guy who said that, you know, it's, he was at B&I and he, he didn't really want to give uh, referrals to uh, a live coach because he thinks all they do mm-hmm. is they sit down with you and just write a whole bunch of goals. And he thinks this is something that a person could do on their own and, and why pay for it and, you know, why, you know, you know, they may sure. read a book and do that. And, you know, obviously I, I don't, I think that's 100% wrong. Uh, I think having someone as a cheerleader to hold you accountable is so important. Um, have, do, have you run into this kind of line of thinking um, here and there or who may roll their yeah. eyes when you tell them what to do? Yeah. You know, I, I love the question because it's, it's a way that I felt myself too. You know, when I was first getting mm-hmm. into the industry, it's like, you know, is this really real? Like how, how necessary mm. is this? And, uh, you know, I will start off by saying nobody needs a coach, right? We're, we all right. need to learn how to be responsible for ourselves. We, we should all mm. be our own coach. But mm. like you were saying before, when you put it into the bigger perspective and the context, and you also take in consideration your own values, well, you know, what, what, what do you value? If you value, mm. you know, finance, maybe you go to a financial advisor, you value nutrition, you get a nutrition person. You're, you're mm-hmm. getting someone with a greater mm-hmm. level of awareness and understanding of mm-hmm. the things you can't mm-hmm. see. So um, what I would say to the skeptical right. individual, you know, who, who says they don't need a coach, I'm like, yes, if you feel like you don't need a coach, more power to you. You know, mm-hmm. go about your journey and, and do what you can. And if you run into roadblocks, you know, there's, there's people here for you. But uh, usually it's, it's people who don't understand things that criticize it first. And then once right. they go through it, then they really develop an appreciation. And it's something that right. – uh, you know, I had myself too, you know, give you an example. I was learning and doing everything on my own. And of course I had coaches as well that, that right. uh, have helped me along the way. And I've done a tremendous amount on my own, but you know, I look in my own life and it's like when I'm running, especially in this line of work and, and consciousness growth and, and research, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm running mm-hmm. into these bigger questions, like, like, well, what is the purpose of life? Like, well, how do I live? And, and mm-hmm. these, these really mm-hmm. existential questions that become major and it's just like, there's no mm-hmm. one here to help me. Um, luckily, mm. there always is someone around, and 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 mm. we have had you know my mom in my life, and mm. and uh, mm. a few other mentors who have been they have more experience mm. and guidance, and it's like that's where you right. look to, where uh, for guidance, right? And it's just like anyone else in life, you you there's always there's always someone ahead of you, and there's always someone mm. uh, right. underneath and behind you. So 
we're always playing right. that dual role. Like you lift as you climb, and you also take the hand mm-hmm. when uh, it's given to you. <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. Uh, what you did. And it's so true. You know, obviously you can help the people beneath you, and you can seek help from the people above you. I think that's great advice. Um, I think more people should take it. Uh, and, you know, the information is out there. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think coaches are also necessary because they hold you accountable. It's so important to, to have, you know, they, you know, they say accountability is one of the best way to, to accomplish your goals. Um, when, you know, when someone is, you know, behind you and, or beside you and, and is, is you calling you up, did you do it, did you do it, and you don't want to let right. that person down, you know, and, so I'm curious now, obviously you've worked with many people and you've helped a lot of people succeed. And I'm curious, can, can you tell us the most moving or the um, most entertaining stories from your career, from your journey so far? Oh, <laughs> like testimonials say, uh... or... Test, I, everyone's different and unique. And, and a lot of the times yeah. I find that, uh, mm. even, you know, even one-off conversations um, mm. with friends and clients, like, have enough to make an impact. Uh, right. I've seen just, like, have conversations with someone about something, and then, like, the next day they end up mm. finding a new business opportunity or they, they've met the love of their life, like, within the next mm. week. Like, things like that have happened. Um, mm. Oh, wow. A lot of, uh, yeah, like, it, it just, you know, it's just the, the kind of the, the synchronicities and magic of life. It's like, you know, when um, – you have the conversations usually with, with a client or someone, they're telling you, mm. they're telling, they're telling you what they already know. So in a sense, as a coach, and this might help mm. uh, shine a light on, on what we do as a coach, you're really a mirror. So I'm a mm. mirror for the client and they're really talking to themselves through me. So wow. we just, you know, it's, it's hard to obviously for whatever reason, it's looked down upon um, on society to, you know, you, Oh, do you talk to yourself or do you write to yourself? Like you must not <laughs> like, no. people don't realize that they're always talking to themselves. They're just doing right. it through other people, and they're doing it mm. through other means. So, uh, right. first, cultivate that. Cultivate the habit of building the relationship with yourself, and then mm. understand that when you build the relationship with someone else, you're also seeing life through your own filter. So, that's I would say. Uh, there's a lot. There's been a lot of reflections in, in that sense. And when it comes to entertaining stories, I've been. I feel like my life has been just kind of this adventure uh, since I got into <laughs> yeah. the industry. I, I started. You know, I left. Uh, I was in corporate. And I was, yeah. I was uh, studying this material and I was looking, I just like, I knew too much through sociology and kind of my passions of being an entrepreneur. I was like, I just, I need mm. to get out of here. So right. I ended up getting um, my first foray, like opportunity, um, mm. working with Bob Proctor, who's a huge name in the industry. And wow. I was working in sales with the team and, and that was enough opportunity for me to leave my job and go and kind of, uh, while wow. with this team, you know, we're, we're all we're all young and we're all growing together and we're all studying and learning together. So through that, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot of people. We've, we've tested a lot of things. Uh, We've, we've met up in person, you know, conferences, we've traveled to LA, Mm. uh, Toronto and things like that. And and my own life had an opportunity to, you know, take some vacations and and work abroad remotely, you know, travel to Japan, Mexico, and and just all all these amazing adventures that open up just from, you know, following your passion. So there's just been tons of, uh, Tons of stories, and it's just uh, it's just starting. Wow, that's amazing. Your life has been quite an adventure. I mean, to go from Japan to Mexico, and my goodness, I mean, but that you know, I want to say, you know the things you said earlier about the mirror and building relationships with your you know with yourself, and mm-hmm. how you assist people with that. I found that to be very deep, 
and, and profound, and I agree with you 110% on that. I think people definitely need to do that. Um, you know, self-reflection and introspection is so important. And, and people do talk to themselves, you know, even if they don't want to admit it, um, whether right. it's directly or indirect, <laughs> sometimes indirectly, like you said. Um, but I mean, you know, for you to leave your, your job at, a, I believe it was a major, one of the big four major uh, yes. accounting firms, yep. that, I mean, to me, a lot of people would have said you were crazy. I mean, to leave a secure and job. They did. Yeah, <laughs> they must have thought you were nuts. <laughs> now, obviously, you have to have the thick skin to ignore that and to follow your heart and the courage mm-hmm. to follow your passion. And I, you know, it's so, I think a lot of people are stuck because I'm sure a lot of people were in your position and they decided to, to choose the path of safety and security and not, and not branch out and become an entrepreneur and be their own boss and do what they mm-hmm. truly feel that they should be doing. I mean, what, what would you say to people to encourage them to, to take that leap? I mean, obviously you only have one life. You only have one life sure. to live. And, you know, you got to you, you have to live your life. You can't live it for someone else. I mean, what would you say to give someone that push who may be listening sure. or thinking about doing something similar to what you did? Yeah. So it's funny. I actually had this exact conversation and, and this question come up uh, with one of my good friends yesterday. And wow. the advice I would give is, is to trust yourself. The reason we don't take those risks and, and make those leaps is because we don't trust ourselves enough and we perceive mm. – uh, you know, we perceive the unknown, right, as mm-hmm. risky because we don't mm-hmm. have information and knowledge, which is, is all natural. But mm-hmm. if we really mm-hmm. start to trust ourselves, we realize that life is going to continue always. Life is going to continue mm-hmm. always, and you're perfectly designed, right? You're, you're part of nature, and as, as part of right. nature, it's just perfect, right? It's, you, you look at nature, you look at, like, trees, the way they grow and the fruits they bear, and we're no different. Right. Um, trust yourself in your process and life is not going to end. It's just getting outside of ourselves and getting outside of your mind to, to see that. But the most in, important piece of advice is to trust yourself. Trust that you're always in the, the perfect moment at the right time. Whatever you're doing now, it's exactly where mm-hmm. you need to be to get to where you're going. You're always in transformation. You're always in flux. You're always in movement. It's mm-hmm. actually counterproductive to stay stuck, right? When you don't move forward, when you hold mm-hmm. yourself back, now you're preventing your own right. growth, which is the opposite. Right. So just right. trust yourself is the best advice I can give. Right. To trust yourself. You also mentioned for people, you know, a lot of people may be a little fearful because there's information that, that they don't have, right, mm-hmm. that they should obtain as well. And yes. So get so educated I, also. <laughs> right. So that, you know, so people do have to just trust themselves. And I think that's incredible advice. Um, you know, a, a deeply, you know, your story is, um, to me, tremendously inspiring. And I, and I feel that to a lot of listeners, they're going to find it, you know, tremendously inspiring as well. And you, you've worked with um, an individual named Bob Proctor. Um, I'm very familiar with him. Anyone who's, you know, who, who's familiar with, you know, the literature of self-help and personal development, they know who Bob Proctor is, right? Mm-hmm. And what yep. was that like? I mean, that guy is, uh, he's a name in the personal development world, you know, and... Uh, yeah, so- it was, um, you know, it's been a great experience, and uh, I was working with one of his consultants. Um, mm. I've had to, I've had the the opportunity to meet him on several occasions, mm. uh, and you know, mm. have conversations with him. But um, it's it's fascinating to see, you know, what this man he's I don't know he's eighty. He's dedicated his whole life, you know, to right. studying the mind and, and sharing this information. And when I was first getting started, 
in my early mm. 20s, you know, learning about these concepts right. and trying to piece things together. I was mm. like, man, this is going to take a while. And then I stumbled across Bob. I'm like, this guy just saved me, you know, mm. 60 plus years of my own life, teaching wow. me what I probably would have figured out. So I was like, let, exactly. It was just a wow. I was like, let me learn from him and, mm-hmm. again, mm. kind of use that as a ladder to continue going forward and to keep evolving um, this work. So, you know, it's, it's been amazing to, to even, like, just being in his presence, um, just the presence <laughs> is the best way mm-hmm. to put it. And uh, he's, he's, very, um, he's very positive. He's very mm-hmm. grounded. He's, he's very balanced. And it, it's what mm-hmm. I love, and I think it's something we can all learn from his need is there's a balance in everything you do in life, whether, you know, it's, you're, you're focused on uh, success in the material mm-hmm. world or mm-hmm. spirituality and getting in touch with yourself. There's a, there's a fine balance. And mm. the best thing that um, no matter what, because everyone's always had different beliefs, um, mm. Bob always says, and, and something mm. I, I like to do as well, no matter what you believe in and what you think is happening, the one mm-hmm. commonality is you, what, what you think about is what you become. So your right. perspective, right, is going to be different mm-hmm. than mine. Mm-hmm. It, it, we're both right. It, it's just understanding mm-hmm. that your thought, like you are straight in control of your reality is, is powerful. Mm. So right. you're going to see a lot of um, kind of back to the personal development industry. You're going to see a lot of people in any industry kind of mm. preach their way. Like, you know, follow this 10 step program or follow this right. method, this blueprint uh, to success mm. and you will have all your dreams fulfilled, which is not true. Mm. That's someone else's, yeah. right. That's someone else's right. blueprint, right. That's someone else's right. uh, path that works for them. I'm a unique individual. You're a unique individual. It's good mm-hmm. to see these, you know, blueprints as methods as mm-hmm. just an alternative. Like, hey, this is this is a possibility, right? This is someone's mm-hmm. possibility, but ultimately, right. you have to create your own, and that's what I, I want people to know. There. Wow, that's amazing. It's what you said. Um, you said several different things here, which I thought were all incredible. Um, you mentioned balance, uh, which I which I feel is so important, and you talked about perspective how each person has their own perspective and each person is right and you know i believe that to be so true you know we see that nowadays in this country now, we don't have to go into detail about it but you know obviously we're going to <laughs> an issue here where people have different perspectives right and mm-hmm. you know one group believes one way another group believes another way are they both right what's going on And, you know, when people have different perspectives, how do they meet in the middle? Um, Obviously, you know, it's hard to change someone's mind, particularly if they really believe something. Like, how how does that get resolved, do you think? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's one I'm always looking to improve myself um, and and something I've gotten much better at, which is why I've been able to progress where I have in my own uh, business and personal journey. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I would say a good starting place is to really understand yourself first. So mm-hmm. I have to understand my views, why I believe the things I believe. Mm-hmm. Do those hold true? Am I really that convinced? And once I understand my own convictions and, and ideas, then mm-hmm. when I go to someone else, I can actually listen to who, mm-hmm. to who they are, what they're saying, as opposed mm-hmm. to me just trying to overpower them mm-hmm. with my thoughts. So once mm. I, I understand where I'm coming from, um, what feels true to me, I can mm. then show up and actually listen. So that's really the key. Mm. If we can find uh, a common place to just listen to each other, then we'll mm. understand and actually see that, hey, we're both right. It's not mm. that you're wrong or right. I just didn't see it the way you see it. And I don't have mm-hmm. to, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to fight 
to to prove that I'm right. And that's that's again that's kind of a we go uh, refer to the ego, right? That's kind of an ego defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Is I, I need to prove that my way is right because it's I need to feel like I'm, I'm important or survive whatever it is. But mm-hmm. once we do that internal work and, and get to the root of our beliefs, understanding mm-hmm. who we are, then we can apply mm-hmm. that same courtesy to ourselves to mm-hmm. other people. Mm. To, to truly listen, because you know, I, a lot of times people don't really listen. They they'll listen to you, but you know, they're they're thinking <laughs> about what they want to say and respond. Yep. And you know, very few people truly listen. To really listen, you have to listen without an agenda. You have to suspend that. You know, and you're saying the best way to do that is to know yourself. Uh, listen to yourself first, and then, as that is the foundation, then you can go off and listen to so truly listen to someone. Um, you know, and try to put yourself in their shoes and try to have empathy. And I think that's, you know, that's just, you know, very important advice. You know, obviously um, it's, it's easier said than done, but this is something that we have to work on um, and improve. I think you mentioned yourself, this is something that you're obviously trying to improve and work on as well. I think we all do. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. If everyone followed that kind of advice, I think, you know, we as a society, we as a nation would be in a much better place uh, than where we are now, where we are currently. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that's very critical. And so now, obviously, um, this is a, a business. And, you know, you, as, as any business, you know, you have to have customers, you have to have clients and whatnot. Um, one of the best ways to do that is through, as they say, networking and, um, and relying on referrals. And they say that uh, to really succeed over time, you want to just mostly get to a point where you're mostly or solely relying on referrals, which is great. You no longer have to chase clients. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious, how does one, what are the best ways for a coach or for, I guess, for any entrepreneur or anyone who has anything to sell, to go about networking and getting to that point of referrals? So I'll start, and this is actually a perfect segue because it links to what we were just talking mm. about with having an agenda, right? And right? A lot of people, you know, when they go to network, they just have an agenda. I'm trying to push right. My, right. my needs onto you. Um, right. And the advice is, is the same. Is you, you start with yourself, right? So start with right. what you're doing, why you're doing it. Like why are you really mm. in the business that you're in? Right? Is it just right. to make money? If so, that's right. fine, but understand that. Or is there a deeper reason? And mm-hmm. once you can connect with that energy, you're going to discover your own hidden agendas, right? your own unconscious needs and desires. Right. And once you discover that, you're going to, just, you're going to step into the room and there's going to be this energy about you. Right? It's going to be attracting mm-hmm. as opposed to, you, know, mm-hmm. you could feel when someone has an agenda, but you're going to show up right. clearly. Right? You're going to show up clear. You're going to be able to yeah. network and, and be there out of, curiosity and just joy. I'm, I'm here right. to network because I'm actually interested in getting to know the person that I'm talking mm-hmm. to. That is, right. is really the only way to network and build relationships is to first, again, start with yourself, build that relationship, and then go out there and meet people and actually be interested in getting to know who they are. Right? That's, mm-hmm. that's the point of networking. You're, that, you're there to meet people, mm-hmm. not to push your stuff on them. Um, right. And I would say uh, for, for a coach specifically, um, mm-hmm. start, start with yourself. Right? Do the work with yourself, understand mm. what you're doing, how specifically mm. you've helped yourself mm. and mm. specifically can help other people. So it's not, right. it's not wishy-washy. And that's, that's something, again, right. I'm always working to refine, like my offering, how can I specifically help you? That's just not, 
just not relevant mm. to me. Um, mm. And then the more specific, right, the more conscious you are of mm. your own methods and what has worked, the more you're able to deliver that service. And okay. start, so I say start, think of yourself as like an individual unit, you're a solo, like you're a little dot, right, Luke? So you'd start with yourself, and then mm. you work your way outwards, and naturally you have friends and family, right, that are out, mm. you know, raiding from you, and then you're, you're networking broader. So most people, too, they, they try to go out and, like, I have to help people, I have to help everybody. First of all, nobody needs mm. Right, that's that's mm. a, a misconception that I think this right. even the industry I think it should it needs to be changed from self improvement to like self growth or something else because that right that fallacy the belief that you need help is what's yeah. keeping people in that mindset that just keeps them on the wheel. So first, understand that nobody needs help. Right, right? that's gonna that's gonna save a lot. Right, and that's gonna relieve a lot yeah. of pressure, and and then right. just go about your your day. Right, don't don't ex- extend yourself to to save the world, right? Just work on yourself first and then go about your business as you would and you're going to find that you're naturally going to meet the people um, that you need to meet in your life. That's amazing. And um, that's incredible advice. Um, You know, that reminds me, um, the first part of what you said about a quote from Dale Carnegie, I believe, it was is that, you know, you want to be interested and not interesting, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that's so critical. And you said that um, you have to start with yourself. Again, you know, the starting point is self-reflection, introspection, um, and starting, you know, with people that you know, you're like a little dot, and then, you, you know, everyone has a circle of influence, their friends and family, no matter how big or small. Mm-hmm. And you start from there, you expand from a dot to a, you know, you, have, you grow the branches, so to speak, so you're... Uh, Exactly. I guess, uh, you know, several different dots or like a highway or whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, not looking, I don't have the right word for it. <laughs> the tree, but, like you uh, said, yeah. the tree, right? You're, you're, you're oh, a tree like, branching out. You're a tree branching out. Or a sun out, radiating. Right. <laughs> yes. And so I think that's so important because so many people network, I think uh, a lot of people's skills, I, I, I think, are just subpar. And, and, and they should be able to improve them. And I think this is something that should be taught in school because networking is so important um you know so many guys sell sell on the first handshake and uh i think that turns a lot of people off um you know what i tell people is you want to start Mm -hmm. by giving value start by uh, and it all comes back to you um don't worry about what you get in return um just start giving and uh instead of being a go-getter be a go-giver you know it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, that was based on a book I read by Bob uh, Berg, who's, uh, who's a networking expert. And, you know, it's all about providing massive value, and it comes back to you. It's, uh, you know, you, you reap what you, you sow, you, you reap what you sow, you know, and you're, exactly. you're a farmer, not a hunter. And so I think people need to network more effectively. And it's so important because so many people, uh, you know, I go to a networking event. I don't hear back from anyone. And, and I, I think to myself, there was no follow-up, you know, and with, but like, what? Why they they even come? You know, so um, I guess it was to look for a customer. But um, you know, you know, most people's customers don't buy right away. They buy a year right. from now, two years from now. So you have to build. It's so important to build that relationship. And so um, I want to thank you for the advice you've given so far. You, you've given us a lot to, to to kind of chew on and unpack. And I um. I'm curious, you know, if someone is interested in doing what you do and I, what advice would you give to someone who wants to, you know, be a coach, who wants to get on that journey to being uh, 
uh, you know, a guide for someone uh, to know more about themselves. That mirror. I would first off, yeah, yeah. I, I would first off say just do it. You know, whatever ideas are coming into your mind is meant for you. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're having thoughts of becoming a coach or getting into the industry, there's a reason for it, right? There's a reason mm-hmm. why I'm working in the industry. Like, I don't have thoughts of becoming a chef or like a swimmer mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. right? That's that's not meant right. for me. So if you're having right. if you're having these thoughts and under, understand if you're you're seeing these things and you're coming across the people and you're listening to this podcast, like these mm-hmm. are all signs. And the universe is always mm. giving you signs, whatever you want right. to call it. You're always, your mind is always giving, reflecting, right? It's right. Just re- reflecting back to you what uh, you need to see. So just go for it um, and just take it step by step, right? It's one mm. step at a time, whatever's in front mm. of you. Um, try mm. not to overwhelm yourself, but just one, right. one day at a time. Right. You know, I think that's such important advice, important advice, excuse me, to, to, you know, one step at a time. They say if you want to accomplish something, just figure out what's the the next tiny step to take in Mm -hmm. front of you. And then from there, you know, you definitely, you know, too many people overwhelm themselves and they end up procrastinating and not doing anything. Um, And I think, you know, that is, you know, very important advice. So you're you're saying that if people have the thoughts of being uh, a coach, then it might be a strong sign that that's the path they should take. And I think, yeah, I say, you know, uh, I would say um, to, sorry to interrupt, but I would say, you know, North. just start, start exploring, right? So if you're having these thoughts, explore the thoughts, see where it leads you. And then mm-hmm. what'll happen is you'll be led somewhere else, right? You, 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 right. Walk, you walk forward on a path and you're going to go left, right, center, and uh, mm-hmm. then you'll figure out your next step. Right. Right. You know, I think it was Dr. King who said that faith is, you know, not seeing the whole staircase, but taking that first step, you know, and you kind of lean into it and, and you take one step, you see where that takes you. And I think that's so important, you know, um, and, uh, and, that, and I think that what you just told us was, in, uh, was an incredible life lesson that more people should follow, you know, taking that next step and seeing where mm-hmm. it goes. And so I'm curious, um, what advice would you give to someone who's looking for a coach? I mean, how should they go about it? Um, what steps should they take? There's so many coaches to choose from. You know, how do they, you know, or um, maybe they should just go directly mm-hmm. to you, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how, oh, oh. <laughs> you wouldn't mind that, of course. But oh, how should you always come it? directly to me. No. Yeah. Um, I would say first, you know, if you're, if you're seeking a coach, um, it's, it's probably for, right, you're, you're seeking a coach. So, Whoever's yeah. coming into your sphere of influence, right? You know, there's no matter what industry, like there's always thousands and millions of people doing the same thing. Um, right. But there's people coming into your field of awareness for a reason. So if you're seeing a certain mm-hmm. coach or influencer on Instagram, per se, um, right. you're gravitated toward that person. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and, and this is always in life. Like the, uh, and I love the saying, it's the, the teacher appears when the student is ready. So right. the right teacher or lesson or person is going to appear to you don't overthink it. Investigate. Again, take that next step. Like if there's someone that's uh, – if you're looking for a coach, uh, reach mm-hmm. out to them. Have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The right coaches, again, are mm-hmm. not going to force you into anything. They're just going to have a conversation, and mm-hmm. you'll know. Right? You'll, re- you'll resonate with, all right, I, I feel right. like we can work together. Or you won't, right. and you'll get something out of it and be like, all right, now right. I have another uh, clue right. or another direction mm-hmm. on where to go. And, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Just keep exploring and uh, ask those questions. Mm. Interesting. Wow. 
that is amazing. Um, you know, it's uh, you've mentioned before that no one needs a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would love for you to expand on that. Uh, obviously, um, a lot of people like yourself are are, are coaches and sell coaching. Um, I just want listeners not to be confused um, when you say no one needs a coach. What can you can you just clarify that a little bit more? Um, uh, sure, sure. I say that with with the uh, I guess with the premise that no one needs anything, right? You have yourself. Right. You are enough. Right. There's nothing external. Like you don't need a coach to you know get rich. You don't need a coach to be happy. You don't need a coach to right. uh, to magically make things happen. There's no magic pill, right? A coach is not going to make mm-hmm. all your wishes come true. Um, mm. just like anything else, right? You know, a business is not going to make all your things true. You are the person you need, right? It, you mm. are the one that you need. So it's, it's to say don't, don't look externally. Um, mm. That's the thing. It's like, oh, I, people feel like they need this for this. Mm. I would say start to think as coaches and, I, and start to think of everyone really as a teammate, right? This is, mm. this is my teammate and this is, a, this is mm. the role. Like right mm. now this person is playing the role of a coach just like mm. my mom is playing the role of a mom, my dad's playing the role of a dad. My friend is playing mm. the role of a friend. My coach is playing the role of a mm. coach. And that's mm. it. It's, it's a role. There's no, mm. you know, there's no attachment to it. So that's what I mean. Mm. Like, don't attach yourself to the idea that you need something or someone. Mm. 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 No, that was very deep, actually, to view it in terms of a team uh, and a teammate. And, um, no, I, I think what you just said was um, very important. And I'm, I'm glad you sort of cleared that up even more than you did before. And, obviously, mm-hmm. I think the idea of accountability was, was mentioned earlier and and the internet right. helps as well with folks. And so I'm, I'm curious, um, now you, you've meant, you dropped a lot of gems and uh, also uh, a lot of advice and tips for people. Um, what other important life lessons have you learned your, yourself or from others uh, along the journey uh, that you'd love to share with us? Yeah, there's, there's so many. Um, it's, the first thought mm-hmm. that comes to mind is you don't know anything. <laughs> and it's something okay. I have to remind myself of. Nobody right. knows uh, what's going on, so stay mm. open. And mm. as you progress right through life, your your beliefs and ideas what what you think that's what you think about today, what's relevant literally right now, may not be mm. relevant tomorrow, may not be relevant mm. in five minutes. So mm. be open, right? Be be flexible to change. Uh, that's mm. that's the nature of life is change, right? The, right. It's transformation, it's change, and that's the only thing that's guaranteed. The only thing that's consistent is inconsistency. They say. It's change, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be open to change and obviously to be flexible and to adapt. Um, so, yeah, and which is what you've done with the current situation, obviously, and will continue to do as things change. And uh, so what um, – now, you said before that you've read a lot of books. Um, readings, mm-hmm. what, you know, one of your favorite hobbies. You start, you started doing that in college, and or maybe you were doing that beforehand. I'm curious, mm-hmm. uh, what books uh, would you recommend? Like, what are your top choices in, in books for folks uh, that they should read uh, immediately? You think it's mandatory reading for a human? <laughs> yes, yes. The the first book that's mandatory for for any human is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel mm-hmm. Ruiz. It's uh, okay. it's a short book and. It, and it paints a picture of, I think, a very accurate picture of what life is, what's happening, mm-hmm. uh, the relationship between uh, society, the collective and the individual, and mm-hmm. the wisdom, and really the power that's within you, right, within your own mm-hmm. word, um, mm-hmm. how to go about, and I'll just go over briefly, you know, it's like, don't take things personally, really be right. careful about the words that you say, because 
whether you're religious or not, uh, mm-hmm. Bible reference, you know, the, they say the, the word is God. Your word, right. right, what you say is bring is light. What you say mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. creation. So um, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of there's just there's just a lot of gems and heat in that book. So the four agreements um, mm-hmm. is a must. And mm-hmm. if you're looking to get into self awareness and, and really understand mm-hmm. consciousness more, um, mm-hmm. go to the work of Neville Goddard and his book The right. Power of Awareness is really going to help you understand uh, mm-hmm. more about consciousness and, and how to tap into your imagination and desire. So I'd, I'd mm. say those, those two are really mandatory. It's The Power of Awareness by mm. Neville Goddard and The Four Agreements uh, by mm. Don Miguel Ruiz. Wonderful. And thank you so much for that. And are there any um, – and those are books that I plan on reading soon. Um, and they sound amazing. And, and I'm curious, you know, you, you mentioned Bob Proctor. Are there any um, other, quote-unquote, gurus? Uh, I know that word to some has a negative connotation. Yep. Maybe I should swap that out. Are there any other <laughs> figures, Teachers. like luminaries in the personal development yes. world, that you would recommend people follow by the books uh, uh, that they've authored, or is there anyone that you like? Oh, definitely. And and uh, on my website, uh, I have a mm. a specific page of influences of the people that mm. I study from and learn from. Um, mm. broken down into categories by if you want to learn about awareness, go to these guys. If you mm. want to learn about mindset, go to these. And, and sociology, mm. which are some great teachers, really go to them. Um, mm. So for when, when, it, when uh, and I mean, current day, like mm. modern day, I would say Bob Proctor, um, Joe Dispenza is, is a popular one. He's really mm. uh, one of the first that I, that I, that he's a neuroscientist that bridges, you know, these, mm. these uh, spiritual concepts with actual hard science, right? So this, this right. will actually, uh, kind of hush the naysayers because there is mm. physical mm. evidence, right, and scientific, which is like, okay, this is good. So Joe mm. Dispenza, um, mm. Eckhart Tolle, uh, an right. amazing, just uh, amazing person that's going to help you right. um, center yourself and understand the power of the present moment. Um, mm. And then going on on my website for those who really want to dive deeper into mm. understanding kind of the balance between you know spirituality and modern society and why things are they are. Check mm-hmm. out the sociologist uh, Rudolf Steiner. He's a oh wow. He he, he yeah he he actually created um, a lot of different philosophies. One I think it's called Anthroposophy, which is really the study uh, study of the spiritual world and connection to the modern world. So science of the mm-hmm. spirit. So um, you may have been familiar with the concept of Waldorf schools and kind of this alternative method to education. Right. But he goes deep into you know alternatives for education. Um, talks about a threefold social order on how we can actually create the ideal society that we want. So relevant information for those who are actually looking to shape and structure kind of this new world that we're heading into, right? There's, there's principles, there's philosophies on actually how you go about building um, mm. an economic society, legal, social, cultural, in a way um, mm. that works. So I would say go, mm. go check out Rudolf Steiner, his work, for those who are really interested in uh, making kind of starting to shape um, the new world going ahead. Wow. Um, well, thank you so much for that. A, a few of them, I actually have read books uh, that they've authored. Uh, you mentioned Dispenza. Um, yes. he, I read a book where he talks about um, meditation and and how meditation helped people. Uh, and he, he had the studies to, to prove it. And is meditation something that uh, that you're a big proponent of? I'm guessing perhaps you are. I'll let you answer that question. What 
if you have done meditation, what has it done for you, uh, if it's done anything for you at all? Oh, yeah. Meditation, you know, as a practice is, is huge, and it's really one of the, I would say, one of the few ways that we can naturally connect to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You know, the, uh, of course, any industry, like, has its own images mm-hmm. and, and advertising. Like, meditation is not just, of course, sitting with mm-hmm. your legs crossed and all that stuff. It's, it could be mm-hmm. anything. And I say, whatever puts you in a state of, of calm, relaxed, or whatever puts you in a state where you just don't think. Like, for me, that's music, mm-hmm. right? I, I love music. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, playing music and to listen to music. That is my meditation. Um, mm. So finding whatever you know, whatever it is that that makes you happy, that where you just feel that mm. pure joy, an activity that you engage in can be meditation, and it's absolutely essential to just take yourself out of kind of the image, right, the day-to-day grind of mm-hmm. uh, life, and just kind mm. of go back to your place. So super important. Mm. Everyone should find uh, what works for them to bring them to center and start get in the habit of starting your day in meditation, mm. and if you can, ending mm. your days as well at night. Wow. And I'm wondering how you feel about things like um, affirmations, visualization. Um, you know, mm-hmm. th- these things are mentioned quite a lot um, in self-help personal development books. Yep. And I'm curious, um, a lot of people think it's hocus-pocus. Um, but are you, again, like with meditation, is this also something you're a big proponent of? And have you, do you use it, if you use it at all? Yes. And it is, it's hocus pocus, it's magic. It is magic. And I think people don't, when people un- understand the power of their own words, then right. they will start to take it serious. It's, it's right now, it's because people don't have an understanding that they criticize. But once you understand, you're going to appreciate, wow, this is powerful. And it makes a huge mm. difference, especially the affirmations, because um, mm. your thought process is what you create. So whatever you mm. tell yourself is your reality. Mm. It's, it's what mm. manifests. So if you're, if you're telling yourself like, uh, you know, this is fake or, you know, this, this doesn't work or, like, why is life so hard and why do I have this? Like, mm. You get exactly that. If you put yourself mm. in this empowering state saying, like, I can do mm. these things, I am successful, um, mm. you know, I'm great, and, and even more so, it's just, like, life is amazing. When you put – you're planting seeds when you do this. You plant these seeds, and you're – it's mm. going to take a little bit of time, like anything else, but think of it like nature, right? You're planting seeds, mm. and you're going right. to see days, weeks, months, these seeds mm. grow into trees, and your life mm. is going to be completely – different you're going to feel different so um a good way to and visualization helps as well but i would say the the best way to gauge your progress and success is by feeling mm. if you notice right. and pay attention to to how you wake up in the morning and your mood and you start mm. to feel better each day that's a good indication that you're doing something right mm. so go by feeling mm. it, you know it, it's interesting because and I, I appreciate that um what you just said the you know, it's so easy to think negative. You know, they say a lot of human beings are born with a negativity bias. Uh, that may be something that evolved over time or whatnot. And it's, 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 you know, there's something called automatic negative thoughts that people tend to have. And they, they tend, it's automatic and people don't realize that they call it ants, so to speak. <laughs> and I think a lot of people deal, um, are suffering with these ants and, um, and they have to put in the work to stomp those ants. And, um, yes. and obviously it's something that I'm, you know, I work on. I try, I listen to tapes, you know, self-motivation the tapes. I recorded myself as well, um, to, to, you know, to put me in that sort of framework that I need to be in. And, you know, uh, there's a book I always recommend to people what to say when you're, you know, when you're talking to yourself by Chad Helmsetter, it's, it's an incredible book. 
about how listening to affirmations can change a person. Uh, he sells CDs and whatnot, and I, I bought them. And they, and they, you know, they've given me great um, benefit, great results, great progress. And I think it's it's something that people should do. And you know, it's funny these things like affirmations, visualizations, as well as you know, meditation. I think a lot of people understand the importance of those things but they tend to neglect them because obviously life gets in the way. And mm-hmm. um, then obviously there are, there are other things that tend to help people uh, grow. It's, you know, journaling, you know, uh, scribing, writing. Um, and uh, a lot of people, you know, derive great benefit from that as well. Um, so how does one make time to to do those things that sometimes don't get done because life gets in the way. Like, do you, do you have to wake up early in the morning to do it? Um, it like how do, how do you get the discipline for it? Mm-hmm. That, that's a, a great question. And let me think about it. Cause it, you know, really depends on, on where you are in life mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. kind of where you are in your journey. Like right now, I don't, right now I, I kind of wake up whenever I want to kind of go into slope, but I've right. done the work so I can function that way. But, mm. you know, when I was first kind of, I would say stuck, kind of stuck in, in, in the, the matrix, as they say, uh, right. I was stuck in, 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 the, in kind of the workflow. It's like I was in my routine. I was in a set, a set uh, schedule that really the momentum takes over your life, right? You don't have time to mm. pause. So right. in those instances, you, you actually have to put in, right, a conscious effort to, mm. to bake these practices in in the morning. Mm. It's going to require mm. a bit of discipline. And then it's going to get easier to balance. But uh, again, back to, you know, the thought of balance, you were talking about the, the, the ants, the negative thoughts, those yeah. thoughts are there to help you. And I think mm. we judge them too much. We're like, Oh, I'm having these negative thoughts, but those thoughts part of the mm. balance and contrast. You need to see what's okay. coming up. You're having those thoughts for a reason to lead you. So, right. you know, when in doubt, just go with your feeling. And I would say, because this is an area I struggled with was, you know, discipline and and scheduling things and making it in. Don't even put that pressure on yourself. Live your day as you're living. And again, follow your feeling and go towards what makes you feel good. Right. Until you find that balance, like whatever you, Mm. if you think you need to, you know, if you have this idea or thought like I need to wake up early and exercise more, that's probably what you need to do. If you have this Mm. idea of, you know, I need to binge watch some TV shows later. That's probably (laughs) what you need to do. Uh, so just, it comes down to listening to yourself and following your feelings. Right, right. Because this is something I struggle with because I understand the importance of these things, but I'm not doing them consistently. Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have the vision board, you know, because, um, you know, to me, having a vision board so, or dream, they call it a dream board, but some call it. And it's so important so you can see what, what, what you want and it helps you to manifest it. But, it, you know, doing it consistently is, is tough, but, I, I, you know, I want to do it consistently because the magic comes when it's done consistently. You know, it starts to compound. And, um, you know, I actually read a great book um, called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, um, and he talks about the importance of doing these things like affirmations, visualization, meditation, prayer, exercise, reading, journaling, and calls it the lifesavers and he recommends people mm-hmm. wake up early in the morning to do it. Now, I actually um, read the book, and it actually inspired me to wake up early in the morning and to do it. And, yeah, I'm not a morning person. and I, mm-hmm. you know, So it's something that, you know, but then I, I kind of lost it. 
and then I, I kind of lost it a little bit, um, you know, doing the habit. And so now I'm trying to get back into it. And, you know, but speaking with people like you doing this show and interviewing successful people and entrepreneurs helps put a fire in me to, to take control of my life and do the things I need to do. And, you know, speaking with you, it's been so inspiring and honoring. And I, I'm so happy that you've been, you're on the show to talk about, you know, your success and, and to, to provide and share your knowledge. So, um, you know, I'm just curious, um, what, what book, you know, is there going to be a time when you write a book, you know, um, and I'll be first in line to, to get it when, and if you do, um, or is that in the works? Uh, sometime soon. It's uh, it's funny. I see a question I, I get asked a fair amount. Um, so I, I wrote, or I should say, published. <laughs> I published my first oh. book last year. Um, oh, wonderful! It's Congrats. called. Well, thank you. So it's, it's called what What is the meaning of life? And mm. it's a blank book, <laughs> which is my oh, first okay. book that's published. It's an it's an empty oh, book wow. called what is What is the meaning of life? You can get it on Amazon, and uh, it's just a, it's actually very insightful. I have. Um, I, you know, I tell people get the book and you can use it as a journal if you like. Um, but it's it's a question that I, I find doesn't really have an answer, and, and I, I think mm. it's funny when people go to look for the answer, they go looking outwards when it's 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 right here. So I have mm. a copy of myself. My mm. book is actually blank right now. Maybe mm. I'll write in it, but um, I do. You know, I'm I'm 28 right now. I'm pretty young. Um, I mm. already know the path and direction of where my work is heading. I definitely feel. Um, some books, um, probably like movies or some some other creative way to express mm. you know these truths and ideas. Mm. Right as I, I'm just getting started in, in my own research. Mm. Like sure, I I feel like I've accomplished a lot, but you know mm. when I'm in like my 50s, 60s, 70s, right? That's when that's when I'm really going to understand something. So mm. somewhere along the the line, there's going to be some type of written content that is not just a mm. book coming out. Okay, wow, that's amazing, and. You know, I want to get that book that you published, and uh, I think all our listeners should get it as well. <laughs> so um, here's the thing. Um, obviously, you dropped a lot of knowledge on us, and um, we're all appreciative of it. And, you know, uh, I'd, I'd love for you to describe all the ways that people can reach out and connect to you and, and uh, you know, have you in their network or, you know, utilize mm-hmm. your services. Sure. So I have my personal website, jonathanmercado.com. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the best way to to keep up with my work and and my journey and what I'm doing. Uh, on that website, mm-hmm. there's also a a contact page. You're welcome mm-hmm. to drop a, a message. Just say hello, introduce yourself. Um, say you know you you heard me on this podcast and you wanted to connect. I'd be happy to connect, talk with you. So through my website, jonathanmercado.com. Um, you'll find contact information. And then for those who are on social media, I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me mm. on Instagram at the John Mercado. Um, and that's mostly it. I mean, I have, I have LinkedIn as well, but if you're, if you want to actually, you know, get my attention, go to contact me through the website or Instagram. Okay, great. So I'm going to have all that information um, typed out and listed in the episode description box. Um, it'll have a link to the contact page of your website, uh, to your Instagram page, and also even to your LinkedIn page, although that's not the ideal way to, to reach out to, uh, to Jonathan. But um, all mm-hmm. three of those things will be listed. You'll see it right there on the screen. So, again, I want to thank you so much for that. Um, you know, this has been one of the best interviews I've ever done in terms of learning new information. 
and um, and attaining a novel, uh, you know, knowledge. So I wanted to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It was almost like you were a teacher and I was a student, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I appreciate that. I, 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 I feel want... the same way. Oh, you're my teacher. Thank you so much for. Oh, I I really do appreciate that. Um, you know, I wanted to thank you. I know you're a very busy individual, and I want to thank you for coming on to the show, on being a guest, and you know, um, providing us with all the information that you did provide us with. I want to thank everyone out there who's uh, who's listening to this uh show, this episode. Um, thank you for taking your time to do that. So um, thank everyone. Uh, is there any last words or any, you know, you, you get to send off. Is there anything you want to say, Jonathan? Yeah. Live your life. I think that's, that's something we, we forget to do with trying to figure things out. Just go live your life. And that's all. You got it. Thank you so much for that, Jonathan. And everyone have a wonderful day. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, before you go, just real quick, um, if you can just do me a favor, if you can head over uh, to the uh, Apple Podcasts app, and if you're not there already, and if you can leave me a five-star review, that would be great. Um, If you love the show, if you can just go ahead and do that, and that will help uh, to spread the word about the show, and other people can enjoy the show as much as you do. And so if you can do that, that would mean the world to me. And also, if you want to email me uh, with any feedback or any praise or support, um, please feel free to go ahead and do that. And you can also email me to request to be put on our email list. Uh, So uh, we can uh, send you out emails uh, when new episodes come out. So uh, thank you very much for being a fan of the show. Thank you for listening to the show and supporting the show. So if you can do that, go out and give us a a five-star review on the Apple Podcast uh, app. Uh, That would be great. And if you can email us so we can put you on the email list and email us with feedback and praise, that would be amazing. Uh, Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.